Hey, I'm Emily. I'm Mazza. And welcome to Yero Time. The podcast where we talk about Yeros, review them and eat them. Yes. We've got another hot one for you today, lads. Fresh from the Yero oven. Yes. Uh, this one's from a Mediterranean grill Ooh. in, uh, in uh, Norwest, I think. Um, I mean, this is the first time hearing about it. Yeah. But it's good to know. Uh, so we've we've been presented here with uh, we've got tubs, which Hell is yeah. nice, and uh, we've just got our, our our nice foil wrapped. Hell yeah! What did um, you get? Uh, so I I I have in my in front of me, I have a lamb classical lamb gyro with uh, aioli. Ooh, ooh, that sounds good. I've got um chicken and hummus. Hell yeah! Nice. Really nice good. variety. We'll be able to see both ends of the spectrum, exactly. see how they cook each of their meats. And uh, sauces. And sauces. Is hummus a sauce? It's a condiment. We've been through this. That's true. We have. My bad. I keep forgetting. Before we start, before we start, last episode mm. was a particularly good episode. Mm. Like Very spicy. Exactly. Very sweet. Both the conversation and the, the food, food itself. Yeah. The food was particularly quite out there yes like i remember after recording like i'm not gonna say which one one of us bought 50 more yeah i'm not gonna say which one yeah because that's kind of embarrassing for either one of us quite frankly that's true this is a hobby not a not a job it's a good point it's a good point but we'll see was... if this one lives up i don't know if anything could uh could could beat last last episodes but we'll, we'll just have to I mean, See. I feel like the one that we had last episode that obviously everyone already knows yeah, about. Yeah, that'll be like you know our sure, our magnum opus, if that's you will. Right. That's what we compare it to. Yeah, like if it scores a perfect score, it's that. Yeah. Uh, Everything else is sub that one. Yeah. Until proven otherwise. Well, it's not a sub; it's a euro. But it's I true. Think. Yeah. 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 Uh, so let's get let's get let's in. get stuck into yeah. it, shall we? What an open mind. Well, uh, we'll do. We'll as always start with the uh, visual review first. We'll, we'll unbox them at the same time. Hell yeah! Prepare for the crinklies, as we say in this section. Well, this one looks pretty pretty good, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see some chips. See some, some always a fan of the chip in the wrap. Chickens, see some. I've already started eating it a bit. Yeah, I had a chip. It's pretty good. It's pretty good chip. Um, I'm assuming it's the same type of chip. I would assume so. Chips are very. The the these are the chips that um, they seem to be multiple fried because they're quite crystally. Ooh. And uh, and you know, just kind of infused with all the juices of the meat and the sauce, which is what I like to see. Now we did have we did ha- do an episode on just chips. True. In euros, and it was uh, a bonus episode if you'd if you'd uh, if you'd uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we did go over how sometimes double frying the chips is a good approach. Yeah. Sometimes it isn't. What do you reckon in this instance? Um. Well, in this instance, I, I kind of do see a lot of caramelization, at least for me, on the beef. Or the lamb, mm. rather. So, so do I, I feel like chicken. the crispiness of the of the chips is maybe considered unnecessary if there was a lot of crust on the on the lamb, which there kind of is. But, uh, you know, we've, we've yet to have a, uh, have a good true. bite of these. So. That's true. Does yours come with onion? 
Yes. Ooh. I've got some uh, red onion. I love a little bit of spice. Hell yeah. In, in, in my meal. I'm very excited. Yes. Should we, just... should, we, should we get stuck in? Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> so bad. I know. How do I hold this? You should know. You're a. You're a. You should, so, we've been so doing it this. Is, it does have a good hand feel. A it good, does. Good, good cup around the hands. You know, I reckon I'm going to take back what I said yeah. about the double fried chips on this because the meat is quite soft. Soft. So yeah. chewy. The crispiness does. I like, I like getting a little bit of crunch in there. Yeah. I guess you also get that with the uh, with the onions as well. That's right. Which is fun. I do find um, the onions more thin compared to chips. So it does add for the thick crunch, the crunch factor. That's true. It, it is it is when when you've been in the game as long as, as we have, you, you notice the the intricacies in, in, in each kind of, of, of comparable That's right. I'd say textures. That's right. You go from just thinking, ooh crunchy, ooh sweet, ooh sour to the crunch, the crunch, the crunch. And that's just about crunchiness. Yes, this, um, by the way, this uh, sauce review, sauce, sauce corner, this aioli is, is, is quite garlicky, and I'm Ooh. a big fan. Um, it's almost, I feel, to the level of um, sort of an El Janos type thing, Ooh. which is um, quite quite a feat, I think, because because that's some good shit. Like, that's the best you can get. Yeah. And this is, it's not quite there, but it, it's getting close, and for... For the medium that it is presented within, I feel like that is admirable. Now, what I've what I've always found interesting is the bread choice. Yes. Now, as we know in Euros, it's always the same type of bread. Yes. But when you've been in the game as long as we have, yes. you notice the intricacies That's in the true. bread. It's true. Let me ask you, what stands out about this bread from your point of view? Just 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 compared to other Euro breads. This um is probably one of the uniquely most uniform that I've seen in a while, right. at the very least. Um, nice sort of browned variation on the underside, you know. Get that little caramelization sort of uh, effect. Uh, can really bring out uh, the flavors of the... Uh, just by adding a little bit of extra sort of... That's smoky. That's smoky, that, yeah. that sort of little bit of bitter mm. um, to contrast with all the savory... Um, in the in the wrap. What I will critique it on is that it's as if it's been printed out. You know what I mean? It's like perfectly made, sort of, but like perfectly in the way that there are no imperfections. True. You want you want your bread to be human. You know. That's fair. You, know, you want there to be some imperfections, some things where, you're like, you know what? I can relate. Do I uh, 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 have anxiety dreams at uh, one a.m.? Hell yeah, I do, and so does this bread. Yeah. type of stuff. You know what I mean? So you feel like, that, like this is kind of steering more towards a, a a lesser human manufactured... More robotic type. Yeah. Like, too perfect to be human type of... But is that... Is that really... Does that really matter when the... When the when it's what's inside that counts? Like, maybe this Euro is putting on a facade that it needs to present itself to, to its peers and its outside world and its expectations of... That it's placed upon itself... And that other people have placed upon it. I mean, that's a good point. That is a good point. It is what inside that counts. Um, maybe you're right. Maybe this euro is a bit self-conscious and is then yeah. trying to overcompensate. I didn't think of that. But you know what? We here at Euro Time, 
we we always say that we appreciate whatever we get. Mm-hmm. And even though you may have some imperfections, uh, either way, you're still a you're still a good euro. You're still a good friend. You're a valid euro. You're still very satisfying and very fattening. And we love you either. And way. we love you either way. Even though we are boring you. Do you think we should go on break? Yes. On that. Okay, we'll be back in a hot sec uh, with more with more greasy, greasy goodness. We'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Hey, I'm Emily. I'm Meza. And this is Eero Time. The show where we swim up on all things electronic rowing. You know it. This is the rowing simulator show that we do, that we always do. This is uh, episode something or other. Meza, I've got a couple of stories uh, to get through. I it's mean, as we do, right? quite an interesting time in the world of, row- of uh, rowing and particularly... The simulators of such. Please help me. Um, this this is actually uh, from a while ago. Oh, so damn. this this first is a uh, is a new product announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes from cons- uh, consumerreports.org. Oh damn! Um, and it is detailing a uh, piece of software, which you don't really get with uh, you know normally you get you get a simulator and mm-hmm. you know mostly it's analog, even though the show's called Euro. Right. Time. But you know this this is actually um. So there's a new piece of software. I say new. This was uh, released in 2014. <laughs> eh, it's new um, enough. It's new enough. In the world of e-electronic rowing, as the, we know on this podcast, yes, stuff as is, we know, stuff is dated. It's a lot. It's a, it's it's happened a lot. Um, so this is called the RowPro. Ooh. Um, at the moment, it it is only it only connects to the Concept Two rower. As uh, we all know. As we all know, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically a piece of software that you can download onto your computer and uh, hook up your rowing machine to it, your uh, Concept 2, mm-hmm. hook up your Concept 2 to mm-hmm. And uh, it basically turns it into a video game. So it's got such features as um, you can create an online rowing event. So you can, uh, I guess, Get row your with friends. your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can also row against um, your enemies. Your enemies, the AI and stuff exactly. like that. Um, apparently, setting it up is quite a, a little bit of a hassle because you need to like set it up in a web browser first mm-hmm. and um, kind of get that all going. But it's it's a uh, yeah. The writer of this review would still recommend trying it. Like even if you don't know anything about rowing. Well, even if even if you think that you know. You might be more professional, and and uh, and the video game stuff might not be for you. It still seems like a really cool uh, idea. I mean, that's that's a fair point. Brings that's... the immersion in because you know sometimes, as we all know, the problem with using a simulator, even though this is we are enthusiasts about the simulators, and this is why yeah. we do the show. Of course. The problem with some simulators is that the immersion isn't always there. Now you always mention this every episode, and I agree with you. The immersion yeah. isn't there because you yeah. need the splash of water. You do, right? And even though this doesn't get quite there, mm-hmm. you can you can get a little bit of that, a little bit of that feel of 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 something more than just a big bulky thing in your room. You know what? I tried something that you recommended last time. Yeah, which was because I expressed the same concern. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Aber, nein. Aber, aber, aber. No, I can that real splashy feel. Yeah. I tried, I tried to splash some water on my face. Yeah. While doing my regular, you know, yeah. one, two. Yeah. Did you, did you, because I also did say in that last episode that you got to make sure that you've completely like waterproofed it. You know, oh, set yeah, up all those towels sure. around there to well, not get that in. Here's the thing. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing. I bought, I, I mean, I didn't want to mention it now, but I did buy the latest waterproofed. Uh, oh yeah. Mark seven. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. It's yeah. alright. Yeah. yeah. It's the same as the previous sure. one. So you can watch the other episode but, to hear my review on that. You don't have to you can spend less money on towels. There we go. There you go. There we go. Cause we 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 know a lot of our user base, our listener base is is uh is uh spends too much on towels. Hell yeah. After and, after those big suggestions that I made. And I mean after the 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 towel inflation of 07 psh, mm, can't, true. you can't you got you got to buy waterproofed ones That's true and So yeah if you if you think that you're uh you know maybe maybe there's some uh, gamers uh, gamers listening to uh, uh this show maybe check out Ropro Ooh, um yeah. seems like a good time and if you're already a gamer then probably you already know how to set up that shit I'm on the website for Ropro Yeah uh, https colon four and um the dude is staring out into the ocean mm. but his laptop is playing minecraft I, I believe that is just the rowing simulation tool but why are there software? trees well you know it was a riverside right of course that makes sense See, I'm I'm usually apt to simulations where I'm in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. They they that announced hardcore shit. Yeah, they announced a new one where you have to roll away from sharks. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. It's pretty good. But that's for next time. Yeah, mm. we'll get to that. We'll I get I to heard that. you're still working on that review, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, sure. It'll be a little bit. Um, let's move into some news. Hell yeah. Uh, let's uh, so as we all know, electronic wrong simulators. You got to be on the cutting. This edge is of that a lot shit. more recent, actually. This isn't to do with throwing simulators. This is uh, so. This comes from mm-hmm. a website eno.ca, which is the weekly news outlet for East Kootenay, Ooh. which is a town, I would assume. Um, their rowing club is hosting an event. Oh shit! It's at a mall. I say it's a sort of a relay race thing where they're setting up. Now, you mentioned it's in a mall, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, actually rowing a boat in a mall isn't going to turn out that no. well. Which is why the, the, the market for so rowing much, simulators... There's so much more applications right? that you can do with that. I give it about 20 years time until boats are gone yeah. and we just have simulators, Yeah, I reckon. Say goodbye to cruisers, more like... Bruises. Bru- uh, if you well, drop one of those on you your foot, you know, hey, hey. You know, yeah. it happened to me once. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Well, we've talked about that before. It was bad. That um, was episode seven, actually. Yeah. So if you're if you're around um, uh, Cranbrook at the Tamarack Center um, on April thirteenth this year, hang on. Um, the the event is for <laughs> raising awareness about rowing and their rowing club from um, ten a.m. to four p.m. Correct. Six hours. Well, it's a relay. Oh, true. Of course. That's true. Um, they're doing it to uh, raise money to keep their uh, membership fees low. It's called an ergathon. Yes. I 
I am lost as to why it's called an ergothon. Me too. Let me search up what an ergothon All right. is. An ergothon. Nope, that's the company's name. 2019 ergothon. Ooh. Hang on. Okay, okay, okay. It's loading. I think it has to do with rowing. So I found a website called mm-hmm. Marin's Rowing, Rowing 27th Ergathon. Okay. And it's raised $103,000. That's pretty good. For something. I think an Ergathon is just a rowing thing. That would make sense. But I don't know why it's called Erg. It's Erg-A-Thon. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, this says, uh, it says it's a very exciting opportunity for um, the youth of the town. Uh, some. some of whom are coming into college or university Rookie and rollers. may want to, you know, get into a more competitive scene to, uh, to flex a bit and, uh, and, uh, and uh, row against some people in a mall, which you can't do with real boats. Or rookies. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we call That's them. what we call them mm. every, every week. Every week on the E-Row Time podcast. Um, <laughs> why don't we... Why don't we uh, go on one of our breaks, one of our regularly scheduled breaks that we always do? That's every a good idea. We'll be back with you in uh, just a bit. Just a bit. See ya. See you later. Hello, I'm Emily. I'm Mazza. And this is... The Hear Our Time Podcast. That's right. It's the podcast where every week we dissect new fighting style because fighting is cool. Fighting is cool. Violence is always the answer on this podcast. That's correct. If your question was, what is this podcast about? It's fighting. First of all, listen to the other episodes. Hell yeah. Of Hear Our Time. (laughs) Because we're here. And these fights make you go, ow. Oh, that's what you're getting at. I see. That's a good one. Yeah. it's a good one. What are, what's, up, what's up on the chopping block today, my friend Mazza? Well, today we are discussing the ancient form of jujitsu. Oh, yeah? Hell yeah. It's, um, now, there are different types of jujitsu. Uh, there is the Japanese jujitsu, which is called jujutsu. Interesting. Uh, okay. What are the main What are the main uh, elements of this uh, fighting style? So, uh, uh, ju can ju means uh, like a, like real soft, real gentle, right, real right, supple. right, right, right. And uh, jutsu, or as it's like being like you know transformed jitsu, means art. Ooh. So jujitsu is like. You know, the, 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 the supple art. The, so it's the, to take... The, it's the soft like, art. Yeah, you gotta... It's it's subtle, but gets the job done. Needs, you need a deft hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To complete this task. Deft hand, deft mind is what we always say here. That is actually the tagline of this podcast. Yes. We forgot to mention it at yes, the start. Yes, we did. Sorry about that. It's so good. So good. This is only the seventh time we've forgotten. Yes. This is not passive-aggressive in any way, Emily. <clears throat> um... It's equally your fault, but that's fine. That's fine. You're not wrong. There's another form called a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Ooh, which fancy. is which is a uh, which is based on uh, the Japanese one, I assume. So I'm so from what I'm getting is mm-hmm. it originated in Japan. 
That's right. And there seems to have it seems to have converged as as its influence has spread across the world to Brazil, like a like a good fist to someone's face. That's right, as we always say. As we always say, converge as a good fist to someone's face. Yes, well, or a knee to the dick. That's always good too. That's always a good one. That's always a good one. We don't usually say that because, as we all know, this podcast is aimed at children. <laughs> Yes. This fighting podcast. That's true. Um, Sometimes we sneak one in there just to make sure that the parents are listening. Mm. Like you know, the- oh, you always got to you always got to keep an eye out, just like um, for ninjas who might be trying to get you with their swords. Exactly. Here's one for the fighters. Here's one for the parents. Um. Uh. Nope. That's the middle of a sentence. I cannot say that smoothly. All right. You know what? I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Did you know mm. that um, jujitsu? Yeah, it's all about using your mind. Yeah, you know, game, you gotta, game of mental tricks. You gotta outsmart your opponent. Yeah, you gotta like, you, you you know, you could have like literally nothing. You can have a water bottle. Yeah, but if you know jujitsu, you can kill that person. Yeah. that one's for sure. the parents. Sure, that one's for the parents. Yeah. Um, also, they wear these things called geese. Mm. And there's there's a style called no gi jujitsu. Ooh, hardcore! It is pretty hardcore. And that no gi jujitsu, another name for that, is submission wrestling. Oh yeah. Now, that, this is really what I wanted to hit on this episode. Jujitsu, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone knows about that. Yeah, yeah. Submission wrestling. Now that. Is interesting. That's that's already got me intrigued. Please elaborate. Now let me just go through the other names for submission wrestling because I feel like whenever we talk about fighting techniques, looking at their different names really gives you a flavor for what it really is. Of course. Submission fighting, submission grappling, sports grappling, or combat wrestling, Ooh. or of course no gi. Jiu-jitsu. All of those sound powerful. They do. It's all about. Ground fighting, grappling onto your opponent, and and making sure that your opponent submits. That's how you win. Using the weight of the world and their sins crushing down upon them, paired with your own sort of raw power. That's right. It's as if you're the earth, and the earth is you, and you are crushing your opponent. Between I love it. Two. That I rhymed. It. That's another poet... That's another poem. This is Poetry Corner on... Poetry the, Corner the, on Here Our Time. Here Our Time podcast. Podcast where we talk about different fight techniques. Um, did you know... Lay it on me. That in no gi jiu-jitsu... Mm-hmm. Also known as submission, submission wrestling. Also known as submission fighting. Uh, they wear shorts. Really? By definition, they must wear shorts. Interesting. Now, we've had this conversation before, yes. but... Are shorts really the future of fighting? It does expose the knees, which we all know is an intimidation technique. Right. But also, there's less to grab onto. That's true. So, the, in, a, in a sense, it's kind of a balance, right? You know, we're always about balance. We're always about fair goes. Exactly. We're, always, we're all about, you know... Gotta make ye- it fun. Yeah. So, I feel like, yes, you are giving, you are giving some exposure, but you're also... Get, giving yourself a bit more agility, you know, right. a bit more, a bit more tactical advantage in terms of oh, you can't fucking grab my legs. Not one for the parents there. Just make sure that you're uh, still tuned in. Here's my knee. 
come grab it. Yes. And then they go to grab it. And that's and and that's how they do it. Cuz cuz here's the thing about knees. Yeah. They're kind of round. Yeah, pretty round. And they're kind of hemispherical. Can't really grab it that easily. Can't really. There's no real footholds. There's no like handle on the knees. No, yeah. It's it's either you got to act quickly or you just got to grab the whole leg, which you would have to do with pants anyway. Right. So really if you wear shorts, I reckon shorts are the future. Now, if you include pockets on those shorts, you introduce a whole nother balance. That's true. You want to take in some stuff into the fight, like a shank. That's one for the parents. <laughs> or like, you know, a, 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 like a, a, a carrot for mm, like, you know, you know yes. mid-fight, you know. Check out our episode on, on, on carrot technique. Uh, to 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 know what we're talking about. That one does get a bit violent. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Maybe 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 not for the kids. Maybe that one not Just for the, the kids. Parents, yeah. Just the parents. Yeah. Um, also with pockets, they also introduce an interesting new set of handholds. That's true. That yeah. are more nimble, more small, more agile, but more exposing. Yes. Which is strange because you're adding cloth, right? Yeah. It is quite strange. Yeah. Going back to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. I want to learn more about this Brazilian art of the martial. Let's talk about um let's talk about the origins of Brazilian jiu-jitsu now. Okay. Let's do it. It all started when this one guy named Gio Omori mm. opened a jiu-jitsu school in Brazil mm. in about 1909. Mm. Now, this guy, he was J- Japanese born. Interesting. And he moved to Brazil. Now, the reason he moved to Brazil, you'll f- it's, it's actually kind of crazy. Mm. He moved to Brazil to become a teacher. Interesting. Very interesting. For jiu-jitsu. Ah. Now, you, you, may, find this, you may find this surprising, but mm. um, he was considered instrumental yeah. in the introduction to jiu-jitsu in Brazil. Now, mm. we can go back and discuss, as we have, yes. you know, the history of... Brazilian fighting techniques. Yes. But for someone who isn't Brazilian, who isn't Brazilian born, to come in and introduce an entirely new concept. It's quite prolific. It's quite prolific. Um, do you want to know how he died? Why? Uh, yeah. Before, before we go on break, because mm-hmm. it's about that time. Mm-hmm. How, how did this man die? Food poisoning. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty tragic. What a shame. He shit himself to death. He won. He lost the fight against... That one's for the parents. Life. That one's for the parents. Yeah. Um, we're going to go take a break. We'll be back with you shortly um, to uh, learn more about this fighting technique. Hell yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see you in a bit. My name's Emily. My name's Meza. Welcome to Ear Slow Time. The podcast that's slow on the mind and soft on the ears. Because as we all know, life can be loud and life can be fast. And we're here to give you a zone just to chill out with Re- us. Relax. While we talk about our favorite things that are slow. That we chill out to. Let's chill out together. Do you want to start? 
I was about to ask you that, but you know what? I will gladly start. Very well. Um, <clears throat> when I chill out, I usually do it in the context of, you know, maybe it's raining outside. Mm. Maybe, you know, I'm sitting on my bed. It's, it's during the evening time. I like to crochet. Mm. I'm getting pretty good at it. Um, I've actually found an interesting technique. Mm. Now, usually when you crochet, you do it as a rectangle. Right. You know, that's the most basic way to do it. And I wanted to make a sort of a, a sleeve, so to speak. Mm, you interesting. Know, something that's not too basic, but easy enough. You know, something like a cylinder. And we, we have a whole discussion on cylinders I want to talk yes. to about afterwards. Interesting. Um, what's interesting is the technique that I'm using to crochet. I'm crocheting it in a spiral. Ah, uh, yes. So it starts off as a circle and builds up to a cylinder, rather than starting it off as a, as a rectangle and then closing it in. That's very interesting. Was it hard to wrap your head around? Uh, no, but it was hard to wrap my hand around. <laughs> that was a good bit. That was good. How yeah. long has it taken you? It's been like a year, but of course this is on and off. This is only during my Fair chill enough. out times. Fair enough. Know. As we all know, on this podcast, we just do this to chill. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty good in terms of just mm. relaxing, keeping mm. your mind off it. Mm. Uh, as is really all knitting. Yes. You all just, sort of fabric-based, yeah. wool-based crafts. Because it's, it's the same sort of repetitive actions to make something grand. Yes. Um, I would say that... This podcast is one of the things I find quite chilling. Yes. Uh, but, you know, as as we all know, I mentioned that in episode 75. So to mention it again would just be, you know, a bit self-absorbed. Um, but here I am doing it again. Uh, so uh, so how about how about you? What do you do to chill out, to relax? Well, yes. You know, you know what's, what, what takes... You know, some of some of the some of the longest time is when when you spend with media, and, and I'm, I'll get to the point mm-hmm. probably not very quickly. Oh, that's fair. Sometimes with media, you want to be engaged and you want to be surprised, even entertained about. and engaged, if you will, if you will. But you know, sometimes the simplest pleasures in media. All the slowest, and I'm talking about grinding in video games. Specifically, I'm talking about Warframe. It's a game that I've been playing quite a while now. I'm about 40 hours into it, and I'm barely halfway through. This is actually quite interesting. Yes. Because Warframe is a, you know, hard and fast action game. Mm. And yet, you know, you've managed to find a way to chill out to it. Yes. How have you done that? Well... You have to do a lot in Warframe to get anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is to the detriment of the game. But sometimes you just want to load into a level, walk around Mars for a bit, and just, you know, bust open every single crate you can find to get those credits that you need to craft your new weapon that you've got your eye on, you know? Yeah, that, you know what? Can take... And then, once you let it go, once it starts crafting... 
can take up to a day, depending on whatever. What do you do in the meantime while it's crafting? More grinding. Well, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. It goes, it goes, it harks back to, uh, you know, small repetitive tasks mm. that, uh, you know, in totality, I yes. guess in this case, in the span of a day, yes. result in something pretty cool. I also have another thing, if you would be so willing to indulge me. Go ahead. <laughs> something that isn't really in the, in this, in the subject of slow repetitive, but I also like to use the slow cooker, make some good dishes. Ooh. No, because even cool. even though if you're not doing anything, even though you just prep and let it go, you retain you retain the inner slowness of knowing that whatever you're doing, that little bit of beef is just chugging along. It's like making tea. Hmm. Except let it infuse for a while. Left for except for eight hours. Ah, uh, yeah. I've once infused tea for eight hours. Interesting. It was very calming. It tasted like ass, but it was very calm. As one would expect yeah. after brewing a tea for eight hours. Would the taste of assness outweigh the calmingness? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Probably it's not a good idea to do it again. Probably wasn't a good idea. But I did it. And here I stand. Interesting. Very good. Now, I wanted to move on to the philosophy corner mm. of this episode. Take us in. Um, Take us into this theory I've got an extra juicy one Lined up for Mm. this episode Since last week we somehow forgot it It was kind of strange We somehow dozed off halfway through the episode And then we woke up While still talking Yeah, It was actually quite a feat That's why last episode was Several hours long because we just kind of Hope you enjoyed it Hope you enjoyed it Hope it it was as calming for you as it was for us Yeah Um I mean, as episode 420, it actually made quite good content. But uh, I wanted to pose the question to you. Mm. Do this. A straw. A straw. Does it have two holes or one hole? You know something? Mm Mm-hmm. What defines a hole? That's a good question. That is a good question. I could go on Wikipedia to search it up. But that would be cowardice. So I closed the tab. I feel like the magnitude of what I just did only really affects affects anyone who's here with us right now. Yes. Uh, But I hope that got transferred in the audio. Yes. A whole, I would say, is... Any type of discontinuation on a surface. Well, if we go off that definition, then the straw discontinues its surface and then continues to discontinue. And isn't that what we're doing? It does not discontinue twice, but it could if you look at it that way. It does not discontinue, then discontinue again. Rather, it discontinues to discontinue, as you said. Continue. I I I gave in, and I actually did look up a hole on Wikipedia. Interesting. Um, and the definition of hole is uh, 
Come on, where is it? Come on, where is it? Oh, you did. You piece of shit. You fucking ass. You dead monster. Ah, oh, you piece of cunt. Holes are determined differently in this field. The genus of a connected orientable surface is uh, the maximum number of cuttings along. Uh, I see. A revelation has been had. So a hole. Think of a hole like this. If you have an object. Mm-hmm. It is the maximum number of times you can slice completely through a section of the object without it falling apart. Interesting. Consider the donut, for example. Yes. If you cut it along, if you take a bite out of it, think of that as a cutting. Yes. Now think of like an extremely thin bite, like, you know, the size of a knife's edge. Yes. Take that sort of slice of just one section of the donut. Donut's still intact. Correct. Albeit disconnected at that one point, but it's still intact. If you take, however, a piece of bread and you slice completely through one section, it falls apart. Interesting. So one could say the number of holes an object has is the number of times you can slice through it without it falling apart. Now, of course, you can slice a bagel sideways like they do in most restaurants. Mm. And it does fall apart. Mm. And it's quite nice to put the cream cheese on yes. one side, toast it a little bit. Mm. Some good stuff. But a straw, arguably, is not a bagel. And I say arguably because I argue that it is. Do you want to get into this argument after the break? That might be a good idea. That might be a good Stay idea. Stay tuned. We will see you in a little bit. Thank you so much sticking with us so far on ear slow time on ear slow time we'll be right back 